This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church, along with me, Sherry Capolo. So Hello. good to have you here with us today. Thank you for having me. And you do your own podcast, right? I do. And what's it called? It's called Even in Weight Loss with Sherry Capola. Okay, wait. Even? Even in Weight Loss. In Weight Loss. Yeah. Do you know why? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Because as I was reading God's word, it started to be revealed to me that this applies to me even in weight loss. Right. With Sherry Capola. And how (laughs) how long are your podcasts normally? Um, 30 minutes. And how long, how many podcasts do you do a week? Um, I probably do about three a week and I have, you know, a collection so far of about 500. Okay. So if you do three a week, do you do them all in the same day? Like you kind of know ahead or you just kind of split them up or whenever the spirit leads, you know what? Somebody just asked this question and I'm going to answer this question right now. As the spirit leads, I'll read scripture and I'll think even in weight loss and it applies and off I go. All right, that's cool. Yeah. So, and you have a good following. I've listened. I've listened to a couple of your podcasts. Have you really? Yeah. I have, yeah. I, I did um, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Good. When I was asking you to come to this podcast, yes, exactly. Then I wanted to see what your podcast yeah. was. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I listened to it, and I, I can't remember what the exact one was. It was great right around the New Year or something. Probably. So holidays or whatever's going on, and it wasn't as long, so it was sure. kind of shorter one. Yep. Yeah. Hey, here are some thoughts and things like that. Yep. So yeah. It's good. Yay. Great job. And so why do you do that? Why do you do in the podcast? Well, God told me to cast the net wider. And so that's what I did. The podcast was my way to just cast the net above and beyond social media as a means of marketing. Right. But working a little bit backwards, now you're doing like therapy or coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So now I do Christian life coaching for weight loss, the weirdest call on my life. I mean, who knew that that would be or could be a thing? And so, yeah, I do. I do that coaching and I share a lot of what I do for free via my podcast. Okay. So you're, you're doing like coaching and you felt like you had another job though that you did and you left that to go into coaching, right? I did. Yes. So what was it? What was the other thing? What were you up to? So I have a business management degree and I'm a certified project manager. And so in corporate America, downtown Cleveland, um, I was a technology project manager. I did all of the, um, you know, data center infrastructure behind the scenes for KeyBank, for example. And, um, it was amazing. I loved it. I was so empty. And searching for something. And so through the course of searching for something, um, started to ask questions in my faith and started to seek God more fervently. And so in so doing, I felt a call in my life to leave corporate America. And I did. I dropped it and I stepped into the life coaching arena. um, And as I studied life coaching in the secular realm, I couldn't change a thing about my life. I couldn't lose the weight. I couldn't do any of the things until I started going deeper in my faith. And in so doing, God promoted me to a Christian. Christian life coach and my life changed right even in weight loss so what was it before you you grew up in church somewhat or no well I went Harry, to church but Harry, Harry went to church Harry went to church Harry, your husband which yes. is a great guy yes love Harry Amazing. love seeing him on Sunday morning yes. right? you have a great family it's thank blessing. you yep. yeah Harry was in the church and the church was in Harry like he he was a man of God and he you know had a great rapport with our pastor the whole bit I went there as a social outlet like okay. that's all it was, was I was there to hang out and to, you know, not do teamwork at home and things. Um, and so I went to church and I was completely void. Uh, I had no fruit to show it. Right. I, I considered myself a Christian, but I left, went to college 
and pursued all of the other faiths, looking right. into Hinduism, Buddhism, studying all of the things, following the crowd, and what left were you it. Going to? Eastern it? Michigan and Ann Arbor. Well, just east of Ann Arbor, Michigan, okay. Ypsilanti, Michigan. All right, um, go blue. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get that out there. We're a house divided, right? But yeah, so that's that's my church experience. It was nothing formal, and um, I felt well. I just it was part of my journey. Okay. So now when you, well, like what interested you or me, you know, you grow up, you go to church and then you say, well, I'm interested in Buddhism. Yeah. Is that Buddhism how? and Hinduism. And yep. Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And so what, what did you learn there? Like, what did you see there? Well, um, that I could, as I pursued Buddhism and Hinduism, it was more about what I was learning through attending yoga, doing all of the things that all my friends were doing, okay. trying to understand, you know, the scriptures and the mantras and all of those things. And that led me down that path until ultimately I spent the majority of my young adult life in the new age movement right? where I could be my own God. You know, I could be one with the universe and I could, you know, speak it into existence and do all of those things that all of those new age movements things teach you until I realized I couldn't do a thing in my life. Right. It was only making me, it was making me run to false idols and to, you know, worship all of these, you know, false gods and idols. And so it was, I was empty. Right. Yeah. Now I see this all the time. Yeah, I bet. And it doesn't. Like I see, I guess what I see is I see the pieces of it. You yeah. know, like I may never see the core of it, but I'm sure you get the core oh, of yeah. it, seeing the pieces yeah. of it. But I'll see a person on Instagram who, let's say, you know, that follows me because they're an outdoors person. I'm an yeah. outdoors person. And then next thing you know, do you believe in the law of attraction? Oh. I'll see, I'll see that. Yeah. And then I'll see the little videos that they put on about, hey, you know, if you think positive things, positive things are going to happen. Uh -uh. If you think negative things, yep. negative things are going to happen. And by the way, I do believe, I mean, you can invite darkness into your life for Absolutely. sure. And that we shouldn't be around being a bunch of glum bums thinking negative stuff. Absolutely. Like I, I definitely, there's parts of, you know, being positive that mm -hmm. I agree with. The thing that I don't agree with is like you said, these people are setting themselves up as their own gods. Yeah. They control the universe because they really believe that they ma manifestation. Absolutely. What is manifestation? Yeah. It's I hear that all the time. Yeah. You can speak it into, you can manifest your destiny. Just think it and be it. Right. So, you can't. <laughs> right, right. Because you can think it if you're you're if you want a home that you see on a certain mm -hmm. street, you manifest for it. If you want your business to go better, you manifest for it. And when I was a kid, what they taught you was, hey, hard work and success go Absolutely. hand in hand. It's been something I've been teaching my kids for yes. years. If you want something, you gotta go yeah. get it. If there's yeah. nothing, no one's giving you anything. No. Where I feel like in our world today, I'm seeing the oh yeah, hey, kick back, just dream it and it's yeah. gonna happen someday. Create a vision board. All of the things. Really? Yeah. Creative, and what, okay. Now, when it comes to creative vision board, is yeah. that Buddhism? Is that Hinduism? Is that a very mixture? New age, or very new, new age. Aging? And a lot of Christians like to spin it based off of Jeremiah 20, is it 29, 11? Um, where they like to say, you know, this is the plan God has yeah, for me. You know, 11. if I can yep. see it, I can, you know. And so, I, you know, I did all of that until I realized just exactly how I was stepping into making my will be instead of asking God, what is your will for my life? But why did you want to change? You said you felt empty. Like what did I that? Felt okay, so no, empty. But, but go ahead and explain that a little bit more. Like if you're saying like, I <laughs> felt empty, what does empty feel like then? I would run to alcohol. 
okay. as my God. It gave me everything I wanted, nothing I needed. If I had a bad day, alcohol would save me. If I was stressed out, alcohol would save me. If the kids were a little bit loud because they were young at that time, alcohol would save me or food. I, right. I just, so I was empty and I was really, I thought I was depressed. I went to the doctor and she said, oh, you, you're depressed. Here's the medic. I was on a cocktail of medications, antidepressants, and I'm not knocking antidepressants. There's a time and place for them, but I wasn't depressed. Right. I feel looking back, I was oppressed. And every night I would self-medicate with alcohol. I mean, every night to the point where every morning I didn't realize why I didn't have energy. And it's because I was probably hung over, right. you know, waking. And I remember having a home office and thinking at like one in the afternoon, I'm kind of craving Chardonnay. And that's when I started like waking up and saying, all right, there's something going on here. I need to pay attention to this. And when I felt empty, it was because I couldn't control my weight. Right. There I was, I'd had my last baby at 39. Right. I couldn't lose weight. I could drive by McDonald's and gain five pounds by the time I got right. home. Like it was just <laughs> one of those things. And so I, right. I couldn't control. And that inability, which I now know as, you know, being one of the root core definitions behind depression is I couldn't control anything in my life. I had little kids. I, my schedule wasn't my own. I couldn't control my weight. Right. And so through that, I started to become very blue, self-medicating with alcohol. And it was only then through my weight, oddly, because God will use anything that, you know, is, that is meant for your harm, even through my weight. That's when I, <clears throat> excuse me, finally went to God okay. and said, God, I journaled it. I remember, and I have the worst memory, so I remember this. I wrote in my journal one morning in my home office, God, please show me the weight loss program to help me lose this weight. And this is what he said to me. Well, he spoke to my heart, you know, the Holy Spirit, how he does right. that. He ministered to me and he said, you haven't found the right weight loss program because you haven't written it yet. Right. And I thought, I don't even know what that means. Right. Like, you know, what, how am I going to, like, I'm not going to, whatever. And I did. And so that's when the emptiness started going away. I dropped the things of the world. I started leaning into seeking God instead okay. of a number on the scale. Right. I started slowly releasing the ways that I was in bondage to food and alcohol. Right. Slowly stepped off of the antidepressants. Um, slowly got rid of the alcohol and started realizing, you know, what I was running to and why and what it was giving, giving me and taking from me. Right. And from that started to see, you know what, it's, it's not about the weight. It's not about the number on the scale. It's about eternity. Right. It's about like God started stepping closer and the more I drew him near, the more near he came. And right. it was just an amazing transformation. What about uh, Psalm 37, four, where it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Absolutely. And I really think sometimes that verse gets super abused because I've been hearing it. Yeah. If you want it, just delight your way, and he's going to give you whatever you want. Where I think, oh, no. no, when you fill yourself with God, and you seek God, and you pray to him, and you say, hey, God, what do you want yes. me to do? This is not complicated rocket science stuff. Yeah. It's just, hey, God, what do you want me to do? And you're seeking him, and you want to do things and mm -hmm. make him happy. Mm -hmm that in turn brings a happiness Absolutely. to you. And the things that you're really looking for, I think it's more than just saying, hey, if you delight in God, then he's going to give you the house you want, the car you want, mm -hmm. and all these things you want. I think what he's saying is when you delight yourself in the Lord, you're going to find the happiness you were looking for. Absolutely. I think that's the bottom line. When you seek God with your whole heart right. in every fabric of your being and he becomes your goal, as opposed to the number on the scale or the house or whatever, like it, it changes completely. He sees your heart. You right. have a relationship. He understands what you're doing. How many years ago 
did all this happen then that you started, let's say, going back to church or? Oh, going back to church has been about six and a half years. Six and a half years. Yeah. So was this when all this is starting to happen then in your yes. life? It's starting to, okay, I'm going to. Yeah, it all it all started by me having an awakening and me asking God. I mean, I remember being at, you know, coming to the end of myself and being in my bedroom closet and hearing that the Holy Spirit wake me up and saying, you know, Sherry, just surrender. Right. And thinking, well, type A corporate America, there is no surrender in my vernacular. Like, right. no way, you know, right. new age, the whole thing. I can do all things through Sherry who strengthens right. me. And it was only through feeling the nudge of the Holy Spirit telling me to surrender that I started to wake up to what does surrender mean? What does God mean? And realizing, Pastor Bill, that I was seeking all of these other things, to be completely honest with you, because Jesus simply wasn't cool to me. Right. I hadn't allowed anybody to minister to my heart who he was, what the gospel was. I hadn't realized, I had never let him into the point where I could actually have something that he could change. And like he did my weight loss. Right. And so the minute that happened and the minute I started seeking God and laying down the gym, laying down the number on the scale, not even caring like about my weight loss, weight loss became a byproduct of my fervent heart desire to seek him. Right. And it just became a byproduct, and it was amazing. So it was about seven years ago. Do you find that today, would you say you're happier then? Oh, pff, happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all of it because I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, and it's just been a complete game changer. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you you found the happiness you're looking for. Yep. Because if you, you know, if I think about you going to college and you talk about when you have your last kid yeah. and now you're starting to you know, feel like, Hey, there's an emptiness in all this yep. drinking. There's an emptiness in the things that I'm seeking. Yes. We're talking, I mean, that's 15 to 20 years, yeah. right? Yeah. That you've been in this whole yes. movement thing, whether Absolutely. it's going to the wineries, it's drinking, it. it's yoga, yeah. it's all the stuff that you're doing. Sharing to try to all find the memes something. about alcohol on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. I was vested. I was well-versed. I was well-practiced right. at trying to be my own, you know, superhero. You have a lot of friends and stuff in that whole realm yes. at that time. Like mm -hmm. all your buddies are kind Everybody of the same thing. Doing all of it. What did they think when you started to make some changes and start coming back to church? And all of a sudden now Jesus isn't cool, but I'm willing to talk about Jesus right now. Like I'm willing to talk about going to church. Like what happened? Uh, they're gone. Okay. Not on my doing, I love them. Reached out, no response. It's just, it's, it's just like God's God's word says that you know, if if you if people hated Jesus, they're gonna hate me. Like when right. I come out boldly in the way that I've come out boldly, um, yeah, I've I've lost them. You know, I probably have about two or three strong Christian friends now, and I wouldn't trade it because right. it's all about the right quality at this time. Right. Right. But you're happy. And then you've yeah. gotten to be helping other people. Yes. So if you've kind of come along, yep. then it kind of became a ministry. and It did. Didn't even see it coming. Had no idea. How, how does that work? I mean, when you, you say like for you, you help, uh, you know, 200, let's say yeah. roughly people. Yeah. Does that like every day you talk to these people or is like some people <laughs> once a month? Or I'm like, that's a lot of people. <laughs> well, um, every Sunday I do a live coaching. I have a private okay. coaching group. It's called the Seekers Method. And so inside of the, the Seekers Method, I have written a way that we bring scripture alive on a daily basis that is shared with these women daily in this private community. And what I do daily is it's all just written in Facebook. It's posted as a Facebook post. Um, and then the women learn how to, through this program, how to journal God's word. And, and I ask them Christian life coaching for weight loss questions on a daily basis through a post, not me right. talking. Um, and 
ask them questions and, and they that's journal. In a private group. Yeah, and it's in gotcha. a private a private community. Um, and then I also have another community where it's where we do one on one through Zooms. You know, technology right. has really afforded us the opportunity where I help them overcome their thinking about food and all of the ways that they don't realize they're ensnared to their thoughts about food. Um, and so it's an online community. They only see my face blabbing away every every Sunday morning during a seeker sesh. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about food. You know, there's me last night. My son makes pizza because we're so busy that like you can't even eat yeah. before you teach revelation class because <laughs> yeah. you get home enough to like, all right, I'm just going to rest for 30 minutes. I'm going to go right back out. I'm exactly. going to come back home at eight 30 and I'm going to, I'm glad Luke's cooking for myself and Jerry. Cause That's she nice. taught Awana. I was teaching revelation. So we come in now it's eight 30. By the time you get home, eight 45, yeah. you're going to eat. Then my sweet tooth kicks in. So I'm, I'm, I'm running for the chocolate and I'm munching down on some of that. So like, you would be like, Bill, that's anathema. <laughs> like you're talking all the right, but I run. So, I but mean, it's that, different that for everybody. Me, yeah. And the scripture that woke me up, Pastor Bill, I know we've probably talked about this before. The scripture that woke me up during a Bible study is James 4, 17. And James 4, 17 is your personal scripture. I mean, it's, it says it's the definition of sin. When you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is sin to you. Right. And so chocolate and pizza might not affect you. Right. It affects me you know, because it keeps me ensnared. It also blocks my ability to think clearly, mm -hmm. to remember things, to remember your name. Like it was, things were starting to happen because of the way food tainted my mind. Right. And so, and it also broke my ability to discern God's voice. And so once I took it to a deeper level in God's word and applied it to my life, it was a game changer. So I'm happy that you can enjoy pizza and, you know, well, in chocolate. moderation. In moderation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, like, I don't eat... You could put, seriously, you could put a bowl of M&Ms in front of me yeah. and they would fade to white. The color yeah. would be gone before I'd eat that whole bowl. Yeah. If you put a peanut M&M in front of me, different story. I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave them alone. It just yeah. depends on what it is. Exactly. I mean, if, if you put a sugar cookie in front of me, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't eat sugar cookies. Yeah. But if you put an oatmeal raisin cookie yeah. or a chocolate chip cookie, it's different. Yeah. It depends on what it is. I Absolutely mean, some things right. I'm going to tend to hit more than others, yeah. but I feel like... Yeah, you, you have to be conscious of your health. I yep. think fitness is an important part of I life. I think getting out, uh, being in nature, yep. running, to me, hiking. I have to do physical things. Like, I can't just talk to people, write yeah. sermons, and that's it. Now, this week, I got to hike one day. And since then, no, mm -hmm. I mean, I have not been able to do it. I, I'm here yes. and that's all I can do. Exactly. Like there's no time because of the stresses we're under yeah. via the death of one of our pastors, Absolutely. unfortunately. And there's yeah. just, you know, a certain set of circumstances that, you know, affect your life and you're doing the best that you can. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm somebody who would not want it to control me. Let's put it that way. Like yeah. I would not want food to have the upper hand on me. Yeah. And so many people, right. it has that upper hand. Absolutely. And it's, and a lot of people don't realize it, you know, right. they just give into it and we don't realize how it becomes a false God. I mean, here's how I teach my clients what an idol is because an idol is a false God. If you're running to something, you have to ask yourself, like if you're ensnared, you can't say no to it. This is the idol test that I teach all of my seekers. Does this give me everything I want and nothing I need? Right. Because God will do the opposite. God will give you what you need, not always what you want. In right. fact, let's face it, most of the time, it's not usually what you want. Right. So that's how you tell that you're going to something a little bit that isn't serving you, right. that becomes a false God in your life. Right. 
All right. I like that. Yeah. I, I can, I can run with that. Yeah. You know, definition of far as, you know, is giving you everything that you want, that you want. and not what you need. need. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a, you know, I'm one of those guys put everything here for your enjoyment yeah. and it's okay in moderation. Like Absolutely. I don't think it's the moderation in, thing. in our country today. I look around and I know we don't have a lot of time to, you know, really get into this. I'm disappointed sometimes with what I see from us because I see a lot of people who have maybe given up. Mm. They're not taking care of themselves. They're yes. not eating right. They're not paying attention to their diet. Yep. I think it's having uh, health consequences, certainly more diabetes and higher blood pressure yep. and a whole number of yards. Anywhere you go around here, if you look around and you pay attention, right. you see a group of very stationary people who aren't really moving. And I think in my life, it's one of the disappointments for me because I, I've been out so many times yeah. late in the summer night. I'll be out at nine o'clock if the sun's setting at nine o'clock. Yeah. I might be on the lake a couple times a week. I'm going to have that That's kayak awesome. out there and I see no one. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's no one out there. A lot of the trails that I hike, like the last hike I went, there's no footprints down there. Wow. There's nobody, we're blazing the trail. There's no one else been down there. It's You're just they don't pursue like i see a lack of a pursuit for either god uh better health yeah. and i would put god as the priority obviously yeah, and then everything comes you know will stream from your relationship yep. with god but yeah i don't i don't see it i don't see that seeking out god's world i don't see that seeking out the beauty that god put here I for agree. us to see because we're ensnared i mean another snare and again we don't have time to talk about it today maybe i'll we'll come back and we'll talk about it again all your social media and television yep. i think sometimes that's a snare i'll see some people on a beautiful day and they're like, oh man, you know, I'm caught up in this, you know, yeah. Netflix show. And to me, Mm-mm. you know, people ask about it like, yeah, if I get home at 830 at night, I'll watch an hour or so of TV yeah. or something. But on a Saturday to be home, well, it's, it's like 80 what? degrees outside and Even beautiful. Even when it's 16 degrees, yeah. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm still out hiking. I yeah. mean, I, I'm out to prove winter is beautiful. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm out even on the cold, cold days. Awesome. I'm going to be out and going miles and miles. So, yeah, that's another conversation. But <laughs> I, I do appreciate, though, you know, your desire to see God and how God yeah. has helped to transform and how many people you get to help. So tune in to uh, share P. I hope you caught some of these things that we were talking about names. You go kind of go listen in hear the podcast. You can find, I mean, all you have to do is go to the podcast on your phone I and mean, there's a podcast yes. button right on your iPhone, type her name in. It's going to yep. come up Sherry right, right, right on there. So yeah. the, I, the, I, what Apple, whatever iTunes, they call podcast, podcast yeah, app, what, yeah, whatever they call it. Yeah. It's not hard to find nope. Sherry Capley. You can look it up, but anyway, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Appreciate Thank you for it. Having me. So Absolutely. Yep, you bet you guys all have a great and a blessed week.